Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by... Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. And today, man, we are going where I've been trying to get everyone's uh, attention from because it's such a great, mysterious place, a little place known as California. I got a special guest tonight. He is the newest member to the Paddle and Finn family, Mr. Shane Lemon. What's up, dude? Dude, thank you for having me on the show. And that that little intro, that little intro gets me all pumped up. You guys <laughs> have a great thing going on here, and I'm I'm honored to join the family. Yeah, dude, we're excited to have you, and we're excited to, uh, for everything you're going to bring to the podcast. But more so, man, you're bringing Cali, dude. I've been trying to get uh, a guest from California for since the show's existence, and you are. Uh, you're the one who came down, man. So I am excited about tonight. I'm excited to talk about California, the fishery there. There, I mean, dude, everyone knows California as a bass factory. So we have to get in on on, on some of the juice of what's going on here. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm excited. Cool. Well, before we begin, I just had to give a shout out to the brothers over at Smalley Talk Podcast and the. Whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. You can see it right here, right, right, right here. Oh, wait, wait. Where's that finger? Yeah, right there, and <laughs> and right here. Okay, guys. If you listen to the last episode 
of uh, the Noob Show and listen to the Smaller Talk brand. The uh, the oh my god, I am going to blank on this because you know what, Chicago Public School has taught us horribly. But here we go, uh, Achigan, <laughs> Ashigan, Ashigan. All right, the Ashigan brand. Just so we all know, Ashigan is the scientific term for a smallmouth bass. All right, there, said, done. But anyhow. Uh, awesome. the guys, the guys over at uh Smalley Talk, Josh, uh, they have this clothing brand and it's in the brand itself, and it's the official brand of Smallmouth Bass. Awesome stuff, dude. I got their sticker pack, the shirt is comfy as all hell, the back design is pretty awesome. Um, guys, gotta give them a check out. Uh, go follow them on Instagram, go buy stuff from them, support guys who are trying to get uh, make their way in the business here and these guys are are killing it dude you see their instagrams here actually quest for 23 right here these guys are out searching for the biggest smallmouth they can possibly catch and they're doing a damn good job of it so give them a check out but without any further ado man let's go from midwest to the west coast so shane man tell us about yourself who are you uh where you're from and what got you into uh fishing man yeah, man. Well, uh, my name is Shane. I'm from Southern California. I'm about I'm 30 years old, turning 31 in December. Uh, I got a beautiful wife, Kristen, and a little uh, about to be three year old son, Oliver. And I've I've been fishing for bass fishing for probably around 10 years now. Uh, started off in a float tube, um, like maybe many of us that are now in kayaks. Uh, I started off float tubing, float tube for like seven years, sitting waist deep in the water was my thing. And I really enjoyed that. But one day I saw the bonafide ad when they first came out and seeing a guy stand up and fish out of a kayak just really caught my attention and got into the kayak scene about three years ago and really haven't turned back ever since, uh, absolutely fell in love with the sport of kayak bass fishing. And I have an Instagram account, Bass Thumbs Fishing, which is where I kind of post and, and do a lot of my social media stuff from. And I really enjoyed that Instagram account over the last eight years and made a lot of connections with a lot of awesome people throughout the whole country because Bass Thumbs Fishing is something that a lot of us can relate to. Um, my motto is keep your thumbs ripped. And after a good day of fishing, uh, everyone loves feeling that thumb all ripped up. So... Mm -hmm that's kind of related with a lot of people and it's kind of helped me build a platform for myself out here in, in Southern California. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just been, it's just been fun. I have traveled across the country a couple times. Uh, went to Gunnersville last year for the KBF, uh, challenge series championship did pretty well out there and met a lot of awesome people out there. And then also traveled to Texas for the Bass nation championship. And had a great experience out there with uh stayed in the house with fluke master and greg blanchard and jason barofka oh, and yeah so just my social media has really allowed me to uh you know meet a lot of cool people and make a lot of awesome connections and i'm also the social media and marketing manager for a local outfitting shop out outfitter shop out here called kayak fish supplies and we specialize in specifically specialize in putting the motor guide XI3 kayak motor on kayak. So, uh, yeah, oh, cool. it's just been, 
yes, that's pretty much the gist of who I am. Nice, man. So uh, in terms of fishing, where are you fishing at in California? So we have a few lakes around us. So the thing with Southern California bass fishing is our lakes are very deep, clear water reservoirs for the most part. And when I mean deep, we're, we're, you know, the middle of our lakes are touching 150 feet. Um, not all of them, but most of them are really deep reservoirs. So we throw the drop shot a lot and the Nico rig a lot. We do a lot of finesse fishing out here for sure. If you catch them on a power fishing, you know, technique, you're, you're, you're a straight hammer because it's really tough to get these fish to, to react because the sides of our lakes aren't very big either. So it's with high pressure, clear water and the size of our lakes, it makes it really tough to catch fish. But what I've said before on other shows is that being from Southern California really allows you to, you know, dissect and really get in tune with yourself as an angler because you really have to work hard to catch five fish out here. So when you catch five fish out here and you go to other parts of the country, uh, I feel like it helps just dial you in as a bass, as a bass angler. Brother, you're preaching to the choir, man. I, I had this conversation over and over, you know, people, you know, Oh, Chicago, Chicago, you know, here's the thing with Chicago. We're similar to you guys in a way. Um, we don't have like the super clear lakes. We do have some, some quarries that are clear. Um, but it's not like, and the depth is nowhere near where you guys are at. But um, you so your guys' fisheries are pretty tough, huh? Absolutely. I mean, even for, you know, like we have Lake Michigan, but getting out on the kayak, like you have to look at, at the weather. So like Friday looks like the perfect day to get out there. It's been about three weeks since I've been on the lake. I had a fish on the rivers and inland lakes where everybody else fish. So you have the pressure. And not only that, but we have, I mean, yeah, we have winters that are, you know, tough. Not that there's a huge fish kill, but we, you know, in order, if you get a 20 around here, that's, I mean, that's gold. That's gold. Yeah. It's really good. 20s are great around here. 20s down south or 20s out west are where, you know, things happen where big fish are produced by the numbers. You know, it's not uncommon there, but here that's trophy. And, I just did a tournament over uh, over September where the minimum was 15 inches for submission. Usually it's 12, and <laughs> we averaged 12 to 14 inch. 15's even pushing it. At 15, if you get a 15, that's hey, that's pretty good. If you get two, that's you're doing well for the day. So it, it is tough. And when you go to these other lakes, you start putting the the pieces of the puzzle together because you work and grind so hard here. And just like where you're at in California, that, it, you know, it may be a challenge, but once you get it figured out, it's it, – and and you start getting even bigger fish. And you're, you're thinking, man, why can't all these 20s back home – you know, why can't there be five 20s back home? But yet I go to Gunnersville and you're pulling out 20s left and right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Gunnersville was incredible. But also I want to kind of make, an, uh, you know, something right here is that I'm, stock, I'm talking specifically Southern California because when you start to head up north in California, you got the Delta, world-class yeah. fishery, insane fishes, incredible. And then you have Clear Lake, which has literally been rated number one time and time again. You know, number one, number mm -hmm. two, number three in bass for the best fishery in the world. And trust me, Clear Lake is 
a bucket list. It should be a bucket list for everyone to come out and fish Clear Lake. It is the Bass Factory for a reason. It's incredible. So let me ask you a question. You're saying that your your deeper lakes, you're using the drop shot and the Nico rig, but a lot of guys out there are catching these giant bass on on glide baits and swim baits. How yeah. does that? Obviously, that's a more shallow and more reactive bait than a finesse. Uh, are are you seeing that a lot in SoCal, or is that up in up in the Clear Lake and Delta area north of you? So SoCal is definitely known for its its big swim bait fish. Uh, you know, you have some lakes around here that are Lake Dixon, for example. It's a very small lake, but that's where Dottie was caught. I don't know if you've heard of the story about mm-hmm. Dottie. Dottie was caught there at that lake because these lakes are all just, um, you know, they stock them with rainbow trout year in and year out. And some of these lakes, the, the trout live all year, all year round. So these bass just get insanely big. And one thing, that's one thing being from SoCal, man, is that I I haven't ventured into that lifestyle yet because literally it is a it is a grind. You better be you better be ready to dedicate some serious, serious time on the water and a lot of money to go after those kind of fish. And some guys literally dedicate their lives to fishing big baits out here. And it pays off, but I'm just more of a guy for right now definitely i want to get into it and throw the huddleston and throw some of those big baits around for sure but i just haven't ventured into that lifestyle yet just because of how much of a grind it is and i do a lot of tournament fishing so all my time and energy goes goes to tournament fishing around here whether it's here or traveling so like i said i haven't dedicated the time yet (laughs) but guys do and they you know it pays off big for them cool man because cool. Oliver, well, you know, have you heard of Oliver from Big Bass Dreams? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a local from out here and, and literally, you know, created the whole Big Bass Dreams because of his lifestyle of catching big fish on those baits. But it's just, it takes a certain angler <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, speaking of Oliver, um, what was I watching, man? There was a show, he was down on Table Rock and they were fishing uh, these big glide baits. And it just the the heat of the day just kind of got to them, and they're like, "All right, well, we're gonna go off and uh, you know, kind of do our own thing." And it's funny they rolled up on like this part. They were in a bass boat, and they rolled up on like this uh, party going on, and they start picking up chicks on the boat and start uh, <laughs> like, "Yeah, we're gonna go for a little cruise with these chicks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely seems like he has a good time for sure. Oh, absolutely. Cool, man. So, um, you know, you talk about, you know, SoCal and your, your style of lakes. You talk about the Delta. You got Clear Lake. Um, you know, I just had um, my last guest. He was talking about how the mountains kind of separate, um, you know, the lakes in Denver. Does that affect you in any way with, uh, with the mountains in California? Is there better fishing on one side or the other? I would definitely say the fishing is better up north, but a mountain doesn't really separate it unless that's like a figurative speech or something. But I would say definitely the northern part of California has a lot more of a like a well-rounded fishing atmosphere where you can kind of catch okay. them on a little bit more than just a drop shot. You know, fish kind of do what they're supposed to do. But SoCal is just, it's just tough. It's just a different, different animal down here. 
do you guys ever make it down to Mexico at all uh, and, and fish down there? No, but I I would love to go fish El Salto. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For sure. It's not very far. I'm about two hours from the border and uh, just haven't made a trip yet. I'm sure one day I will. Yeah, man. That, that I've heard good things about that, like Baja Coast right there, especially inland. It, it kind of it kind of fishes like how Florida would, because you have uh, you know it's a uh, peninsula, but you have that brackish water, that salt water, and the uh, the fresh water together, and just makes for some giant bass that live there, man. Yeah, I mean, speaking of brackish water, I I told you this before the show. Uh, me and my buddy are going up to the Delta in two weeks and it's a full punch and frog bite right now. Uh, kind of like that early fall punch bite out here. So we're really excited to get out there and I'm hoping, I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks, you guys see a seven, eight, nine pounder on my Instagram. So Ooh. we'll see what happens. <laughs> Hold you to it. We'll see what happens. Nice. Cool, man. So, all right. So Cal, so we're, where exactly in SoCal are you in relation to, like, let's say, L.A. or, like, Huntington Beach or, or give us a landmark? Yeah. So I'm, like, 30 minutes from Huntington Beach. I'm about an 45, 50 minutes south of L.A. So I'm okay. also about two hours south of San Diego, like the edge of San Diego. So that's pretty much when I say SoCal, that's that's where I'm at. Castaic, Castaic Lake is a pretty big, well-known lake. I'm about an hour from that. And then uh, as you go down to San Diego, you got San Vicente, Paris, you got Diamond Valley. So like I said, there's not really like, besides Castaic, that's probably like our most well-known lake around here. And to be honest, going on Castaic with a kayak is like kind of like your Lake Michigan deal. You got to pay attention to the wind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Wind, that... It it makes makes or breaks everything when you're trying to fish that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in that area, man. So let let's t- let's talk about stuff to do off the water. Hit me with your. I'm coming to your town as a tourist. Mm-hmm. I want three good restaurants to go to, man. Where am I going? And if you say in and out, man, I'm gonna close this laptop. <laughs> <laughs> so. Where, you, where you're going to be going is definitely we have some very, very top-of-the-line sushi restaurants out here. Obviously, okay. being on the West Coast, we got some some great sushi places. Uh, one place that I'll recommend that's kind of close to myself is uh, this place called Mari Sushi. And uh, if, you're look, if you're looking for a Mexican restaurant, are we still good? Jason? Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. They good. Uh, yeah, the Bluetooth knocked out on the uh, on the ear, on my headphones. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're- so, if you're looking for a Mexican restaurant, something that's pretty popular right here in SoCal is this place called Miguel's Junior. It's a very very good Mexican restaurant. So you got sushi, you got Mexican, and I would say the next thing that I would probably put up there is uh i don't know like a steakhouse like fleming's fleming steakhouse is what i would say if you want to go like high-end steakhouse we have a good variety around here cool man um you know it, is there something that like i know in and out it's known in california but is yeah. there any kind of um 
like any kind of like like things that are um close to like that that's you know if you're in this area you have to have this like for instance in chicago right we have pizza you have to yeah. have pizza or beef for you guys is there anything down in california that you have to try while you're here without going you can't can't go home without it i mean i would have to say the sushi man like the sushi is just insane i mean we're right here right next to the water so like our fish is awesome and i'm a huge sushi eater so that that would that would be my thing is I would say go try sushi you know lobsters and all that stuff at some seafood place because obviously it's going to be a lot fresher on the west coast and the east coast you know so sure I'd say sushi um, sushi for sure is there a kind of uh, specific sushi roll you like <laughs> uh yeah I really like raw fish there's this roll called a wow roll. And uh, I get tuna, mm-hmm. salmon, and shrimp on top, and it's got like yep. albacore in the middle, and uh, you know, just pretty much that's probably my favorite roll. I also like a baked salmon roll too. Cool. Yeah. All right. So sushi for the win on the California sushi, yeah. side. I would say sushi. Yeah. Nice. Now, do you guys uh, do you guys have a lot of breweries on your area? We do. So I, you know. I definitely drink, but I'm not like a big, you know, drinker where I go drink, you know, all the time. So I just casually drink. Uh, sure. So basically, like, there's some breweries down here. There's a Stone IPA brewery. I mean, okay. Stone's pretty, pretty big. Uh, San Diego has a ton of really incredible breweries. If you're going to come down here, definitely go check out San Diego. That's where Stone IPA is. Ballast Point Brewery is down there. Uh, we had the two point here in one. Chicago. Oh, you do? We we did. It, uh, oh, okay. Unfortunately, they shut down that operation. Oh Just man! Wasn't, uh, but the Sculpin Point is probably my favorite. Yes, the Vallis Point is yep. my favorite. Sculpin for sure. Yep, that was, yeah. and that they they do a couple different takes on the Sculpin. They have like the the pineapple, yeah. the uh, guava. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's that's probably. Ballast Point's probably my favorite. Cool. And then uh and I take it there's a bunch of different uh microbreweries in the area that are that are local just to you guys. Yeah, yeah, there's there's tons of little breweries around here, but I don't really I don't really check them out too much. Um honestly I if I were to go to one it'd probably be Ballast Point or or Stone IPA. So cool. Yeah. I wish I had one right now. I wish I had a ballast point right now, but i'm slacking in that area tonight (laughs) oh no worries um so do you guys also have uh any distilleries up by you for spirits yeah i'm sure there is but like i said i'm not it's not really like my cup of tea to like in like i just haven't really like got into that kind of you know drinking lifestyle part of it so most of the time i have beer and that's pretty much it i've just my own life decisions. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. Understandable. Um, you know what? So the one thing, though, that it, and you don't have to be a drinker for this one. Yeah. I know you're very close to it. So when we talk about vineyards and wineries, you get, you're in the heart right next to Napa Valley. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wine is something that I really enjoy. Yeah. the Northern, Northern California is definitely where you want to go to check out wineries. And also 
towards San Diego, Temecula area. Um, definitely have some top, top notch wineries out, out in California for sure. Sweet dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I know people who, I mean, they have their weddings out, you know, out yeah. in California for this, yeah. <laughs> you know, I so, know. um, you know, it, it's crazy that, you know, you, you think a place that, you know, is just mashing grapes together yeah. and fermenting them would be so popular. And so nice and high class and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So let's, let, we're going to get to one of my favorite parts of this. So, All right. um, you know, I'm a huge national parks guy and California has, I believe it's five national parks. Um, have you been to any? I've been to Yosemite, right? Yosemite. Okay. Yep. I've, yeah, Yosemite. Uh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna look like a fool on here right now. Let's see. Help me. I know I've been to another one. There's one right by you. It's called the Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. Been there. Honestly, yep. I don't really see why it's a. Na- I mean, I get it, but like, I don't really get it. <laughs> I mean, if you're like a tent, if you're like a true tent camping kind of dude, I guess it's cool to go out there. But I don't know all the pictures and stuff you see on Instagram and stuff. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't really get the whole scenery part of that. But it's just a tree, so <laughs> a small tree too, <laughs> a small <Right>. tree. <laughs> um. You have that. There's uh, Redwood. Redwood I haven't been to. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, there's Redwood. And then uh, Death Valley. Death Valley I've, I've drove through, but. Most people really do. There. Most people don't yeah. get out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to get out. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah, most people do that drive when it's uh, it's the winter time. I guess one thing we can kind of say too, it's not exactly a national park, but I mean Disneyland is. Oh, well, it, that's is, actually my. That's actually kind of what the you know the next one was going to be. But yeah, for okay. sure, Dis, no, Disneyland. No, we can pause that for a second then. Yeah. Yeah, those are. But, uh, what's another one? Um. No, we we hit all five. Oh okay. All right. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, we just, my family and I, we just bought a toy hauler, a 25 foot XLR mini boost. Uh, I bought a toy hauler so I could put my kayak in it, of course. So mm-hmm. we are definitely on the hunt and looking for places to camp and stuff. So I bet you if we came on the show in a year or so from now, I'll definitely have some more under my belt for sure. Nice. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. And a lot of people do that uh, trip from California to Washington. And they try to do all the stops along the national parks. There's the ones there in Oregon, like uh, in Washington, like Rainier um, is a big one going up that way. Um, there's there's a couple national monuments along um, the Oregon coast. Yeah. So, yeah. Golden Gate Bridge, I've been there. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like you almost know more a little bit about that than I do. <laughs> so maybe it's because I live here and it's just kind of like, oh yeah, whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny because like for us, the newest national park or one of the newest mas- national parks was um, Indiana or the National Lake Shore Dunes, and we've always known it as Indiana Dunes growing up our whole lives. 
and now it's just protected by the National Park Service, and they charge you more to go. They're like, we're going here our whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good friend of the show, uh, Jeff Hep. He uh, he's a- actually works for uh, the for the National Park Services. So, oh, sweet. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. Um, yeah. So the one of the trips we were talking about doing is going to Yosemite. Um, you know, the guys who I normally do all, all the trips with um you know especially longer hiking trips and stuff like that we've done we've gone west we've gone out to wyoming we've gone out to utah or you know arizona yeah. vegas you know yeah but uh but yeah we want to do yosemite, yosemite for sure. incredible dude incredible it's like breathtaking bro <laughs> <laughs> cool man so Aside from the net, you know, the national parks, which you know, we know there's hiking, great photo ops, and just camping and overall good time for those in that in that area. You had mentioned Disney. Um, so the next one is kind of like the more family orientated. Uh, so there's Disney. What else is there to do uh to keep the kids sane and to you know uh kind of entertain everybody, you know, that's on well, the one strip. of the coolest parts about where I live in Southern California is we're 30 minutes from Huntington beach and Laguna beach. So you have the beach literally 30 minutes away and it's, it's, it's an incredible beach, super fun. There's always stuff going on there. It's always fun to just go there for the day. So it's super easy to go to half hour. And then also half hour East of where I'm at, you know, you have a bunch of mountain ranges so you can go up to big bear and you can go up there and experience the snow so it, we really get a, a good mixture of where we live right here. So I would say, like, you have the beach, you got Disneyland, you got the mountains to for the snow. And, I mean, it doesn't really get too much. I mean, what could you really ask for? You know, what more could you really ask for? <laughs> right. Yeah. And our weather cool. year-round is, I mean, a lot of bad stuff said about California. But, I mean, there's a reason why a lot of people live here, too, because of <laughs> – how nice the weather is and everything and yeah cold for us is 60 degrees that's about what it is right now (laughs) (laughs) that's freezing for us uh it's that's nice though because when i retire that's that's where i want cold to be i i can live in the heat all day long man (laughs) yeah and we fish year-round i mean you could fish year-round there's no no freezing no frozen water here that's for sure (laughs) Yeah, the my, my year round is uh, getting dressed up in, in warm clothes and going standing in a stream like I was today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to catch finicky fish. <laughs> um, so, you know, we talk about recreational activity. Um, California has a huge, you know, we talk about kayak fishing, and that's huge for us. But there's a huge extreme sports scene in California. And I know this ground because I used to skateboard. But you got um, skate, surf, BMX, uh, motocross. You want to elaborate on some of those uh, places? And even, you know, you guys are huge for one big thing too, the X Games. Yeah, so I didn't really know this for a long time. But there are a lot of, like, supercross um like Yamaha and all those training facilities are literally like an hour away from my house. And I didn't really realize that for the longest time, but yeah, I mean, motocross and monster energy was, was, you know, founded out here right here in actually Corona. 
and because that's where i'm from is corona so okay um i mean yeah there's tons of that out here tons of motocross tracks and stuff like that for sure uh as far as extreme sports go like i really am not like the person to tell you everything about it but i mean definitely have seen a lot of surfing stuff out here you know you got the big surfing thing that goes on the u.s open or whatever that is at in huntington beach and definitely a lot going on around here for sure but i'm, I'm not really the best guy to talk to about extreme sports to be honest <laughs> hey all good <laughs> yeah but you know there's wakeboarding out here and stuff too and i don't know it's just it's a cool place to live for sure apart from anyone's political views you know like california is an incredible place to live so hey man no uh ain't there's no separation of that you know on here we we, we talk about the good stuff we 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 leave, we leave that other stuff aside yeah for sure me too <laughs> um so you know you have you have an array of things but one thing i want to kind of touch on and you know you're close to it and this could come from a biased opinion if you would but Let's talk about LA a little bit. Okay. All right. So I have never been. Um, I know people who have, but someone who lives here, let I want to hear it from your perspective. Is LA worth a trip going to? Um, because you know, you hear, you know, there's one like one or two nice spots and everything is, you know, crap around there. Yeah. What is your take on LA? So the first thing that I'm going to tell you right now is LA is very, I don't know, man. It's, it's not what you expect it to be. Uh, it's definitely cool to kind of come and check out one time. The mm -hmm. traffic around LA is absolutely insane. Like you're stuck for a long time, no matter where you go in LA. So that's a negative part about it. But a positive part about it is that you see like Warner Brothers, you kind of see like Hollywood area, you see like, you know, sure. like that whole, you know, movie star kind of feel. Um, you can walk the stars and stuff like that. So that's cool. But I mean, there's definitely some bad parts of LA, just like kind of any major city, you got bad and you got some cool parts. So um, I mean, you got Staples Center right there and the Lakers, you know, it's cool to, you know, be close to that. And it's 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 nice it's cool to come visit for the weekend but to live around it or live in it i mean i'm sure it it's not very not very cool <laughs> but definitely yeah, man, worth I visiting i've heard all about skid row and how you know people oh, yeah. yeah you know why you know they've wandered off you know and they wound up on skid row and like oh fuck they're like their rural countries look better than than what LA does. Yeah, Skid Row is definitely a. It's 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 gnarly, dude. I I mean I feel bad for the guy people that end up there, but it's unfortunate for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, there's everyone uh, who's been aching to know about LA. There's the unbiased opinion about it. Yeah, but if if it's definitely worth coming for the weekend and checking out for sure. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, uh, anywhere else you want to throw in, want to drop drop in on uh, people to check out while they're out there? I would just say the beaches, man. I mean, the beaches to me is just what makes this place 
you know, that much more special, like Laguna Beach, Huntington, down in San Diego. There's just some some really, really cool uh, beaches that we have around here. It's 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 funny because a lot of people like when I I know this is really weird to say, but this I guess it's just because I grew up in Southern California. But going to Hawaii for me really isn't as special as for someone that doesn't really live by the beach because it feels yeah. kind of like okay, I just feel like I'm at Laguna or whatever, you know, but I mean, Hawaii is incredible, but it kind of desensitizes you or kind of numbs you to like the, or it, it I, I'm not as appreciative as someone if they lived in like, you know, mid Texas or mid mid East and didn't have that access to the beach all the time. You go to Hawaii, you're like jaw dropped, but for us, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's 30 minutes away and Laguna, Laguna and San Diego beaches are, you know, awesome you got crystal cove and i would just say the beaches are are really really cool to come visit so cool and does um does uh is orange was that um orange beach orange county right yeah orange county yeah that's pretty much like a high class area that's close to the beach around here yeah um close to you right yeah does misha barton come with it who? Misha Barton. <laughs> I don't. That's that's not ringing a bell for me to be honest. Oh, dude, there there's a show uh, called The OC. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, like Laguna Hills and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 All those. <laughs> or all Laguna. Those... Yeah, Laguna, the one on uh, MTV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the Beach Boys song? The California Girls. I mean. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm happily married, but it is what oh, it is. Same here. Yeah. California. Um, Also, you know, we got some pretty popular, well-known anglers that are from around here as well. Like one in specific is Brent Ayler. I mean, he's, he's from Orange County. I'm pretty sure he's from Orange County, but I know he's from SoCal. He fishes a local lake close to me um, quite a bit in the off season. So it's cool to kind of see him around here and and then see him go out and dominate like he does. (laughs) And you got Aaron Martins and I believe Mark Daniels Jr.'s from the Delta area. And so California has definitely produced some pretty well-known, you know, players in the, in the pro fishing world too. So it's, it's, it's cool to see that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, Cool. Well, we're going to move into our next segment, dude. And that is one sip. Now I know you say you forgot your beer. I know. I'm, I feel ashamed but, right now. Ah, don't worry. But this segment is brought to you by Rocktown Adventures for your out, all your outdoor needs. If you're here in northern Illinois, stop and give us a check out Rocktown Adventures, Rockford, Illinois. So today we are we're going to be uh, – it's October. This is a local brewery to me called Buckle Down. This, nice. is, their, uh, this is their version of Oktoberfest. Um, they call it a German style lager, um, spatten. Uh, so we're gonna give it a little bit of a review here. So let's see. Man, I feel left out. <laughs> I have one for you, dude. <laughs> What's your favorite type of beer? You know, that's uh, it's very much up for debate, right? Um, because you know, I, I would say, oh, you know, do it by category. The one thing I will say is 
like if I had if I had drink one beer constantly or if you brought me something I would never turn away is a Shiner Bach. Nice. Shiner Bachs are like I, I don't know. I growing up here in the Midwest, um Miller Lite and Bud Light were like the go-tos and you know, even Bush Latte. Bush Latte I could do, but you know, Bud and Miller I I, I can't drink it. <laughs> Just it's <laughs> It's not. I don't know. I I'll, I'll drink bush lattes, but um, that's when it's like, hey, you know, I'm out at my lake house and there's nothing around, so <laughs> yeah. we got a thirty pack of uh, bush lattes to put down. <laughs> but we're gonna give this Oktoberfest a go around and see what what it tastes like. Sweet. So, cheers. Like a champ. Oh yeah. Woo. All right. So out of five, this is probably one of the better ones I've had. That's really good. Um for a Oktoberfest. It's very malty, has a lot of caramel notes, but it's not overpowering. I don't feel like I'm drinking down like a mad dog forty forty. You know how it becomes overpowered with maltiness. It's well balanced. Dude, this Oktoberfest is getting a five out of five. Wow. This is very good. This is if if I was to say, like, hey, Sam Adams, Sam Adams doesn't have as much flavor as what this one does. Um, it's very similar to that Sam Adams. I, I do like their Oktoberfest, but this one's uh this one just is a step up from where that Sam Adams is. So buckle down. They're here in Lyons, Illinois. Um, you know, might be hard to get distributed across the nation, but <laughs> yeah. if you're here in Chicago, give them a check. Nice. Cool, man. I like it. That was real good. <laughs> like I said, um, I wish I had something to throw down with you, man. Uh, it's all good. All right, man. So, any we're coming up towards the end of the show. Is there um any show sponsor or any uh sponsors that you want to throw out on the show right now? Give some love to important people in your life that you want to say hey. Yeah, I mean, uh you know, thanks for having me on the show. I'm stoked to be a part of the Paddle and Finn family. Can't wait to bring some California content to the show. Uh we got some good things lined up out here in California this year. We got some pretty big uh organizations putting together some awesome opportunities for a lot of anglers out here if you guys are from california and you're listening please be sure to reach out and love to connect with you out here if you're any part of the west part of the region out here love to connect with you and uh you know hook up and fish together that's what it's about just fishing and having fun so one sponsor i'd really like to shout out right now is uh motor guide motor guide has been with me you know for the last three years i'm a part of their kayak pro team and it's just really cool to see them innovate and kind of lead the way in the bow mount motor on a kayak so motor guide much love to you guys uh bonafide kayaks as well it's a great platform to fish out of and cash and fishing rods decoy lithium nines kayak fish supplies if you guys are looking for you know the cool thing about kayak fish supplies is that if you order a kayak from them and you want it rigged up let's just say with a motor guide or a torpedo or you want your fish finder on there too like they could literally rig the entire boat for you and ship it to your door plug and play so that's a cool thing nice. that kayak fish supplies kind of 
specializes in is shipping it to your door plug and play your dream kayak i actually just posted um a video online i don't know if you saw this or not but i posted a video on their on their youtube channel kayak fish supplies and one of my buddies recently put together a fifteen thousand dollar kayak <laughs> get the hell out of here fifteen thousand dollars it costs to rig the kayak that he has it's a hobie pa 14 360 it's got motor guide it's got 100 amp batteries it's got batteries for his garmin live scope and it is fully decked out so does it come with a blender too to make drinks on it <laughs> yeah, it's got everything you could want for sure oh man so yeah it's it's cool that's though insane. i mean that's that's just something that he wanted to do and it was just kind of dream set up and kayak fish supplies brought it to life and it's been cool to kind of see people kind of go back and forth about it and i put fifteen thousand dollars on there to grab people's attention obviously <laughs> but uh yeah man yeah, kayak man, fish supplies a, is a cool uh, spot that's a big chunk of change yeah it is cool, especially man. for a kayak but it's what he loves to do what we all love to do <laughs> awesome cool well you know we're i want to give uh a shout out to our sponsors for the show before we close out. Thanks to Rocktown Adventures here in Rockford, Illinois. Yak Gadget, One Fight Three Baits, Pelican, and Jig Masters. So, uh, Pelican, you know what? Before we go, Pelican is another California-based uh, company that we work with. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you know Pelican. I, to be honest with you, like, I don't see a. Like personally, like like again, like I'm in the tournament scene, so I don't I don't I haven't really seen a bunch of pelicans in the tournament scene, but I know they're definitely a good kayak overall for sure. Uh so you know what? The pelican and pelican kayaks are two separate um things. Oh, okay. The, the pelican so, so pel <laughs> Yeah, so pelican so we, and we we did our research on that and talked about it, but pelican itself, uh they make protective cases. So, gotcha. um, you know, I mean, we, we use them as a firefighter, we use them, you know, carry our stuff. I use them personally. Like if I'm carrying like my batteries and stuff for travel, um, they originally were made for diving. So they are watertight submersible, um, guys, you wow. know, the guys who originally made them, uh, were using them, you know, to, to store, um whatever they were grabbing and coming back up and keep kept a watertight seal on it so yeah dude uh they are i mean they are when i say indestructible they are literally indestructible if you watch go on go look up uh pelican usa go look at there's a video this uh this car was on fire and the only thing that uh you know the the cooler they have a cool you know they make coolers like gettys right oh okay yeah and I mean, the the car's torched, gone. I mean, everything's burnt down. The cooler's intact. There's still ice in the cooler. <laughs> no, dude, way. it's nuts. It's That's nuts. Sick. The guy I'm grabs definitely a gonna coke. have to check that out and get on it for the, sure. The guy grabs a coke out of the cooler. He's like, I might have lost my car, but I still got a cold Coca Cola right here. That's sweet, man. <laughs> so yeah, Pelican is. Yeah, dude, Pelican Pelican is uh is the business, man. Definitely okay. if definitely gotta uh give them a check out. Yeah, yeah awesome. I will for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, Shane, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Likewise. Um, you know, let's do it again. I want to hear about this camping adventure that uh that you're gonna be going on. 
Oh, will do, man. I can't wait to go out there to the Delta. Hopefully ripping my thumbs up. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Well, guys, this has been another episode of Off the Water. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.